Welcome to our joint venture with Mind Wars and the Awakening Podcast. You'll find Chris on mindwars.uk and he's on BitChute on Mindwars. I'm on awakeningpodcast.org and I'm a BitChute on Awakening Podcast. We're both members of the Freedom Broadcasters and you'll find our episodes on freedombroadcasters.com. Hey, Chris, how are you? Very good. And yourself, right? I'm very good. Very good. Good, good, good. What have we got this week? Well, I know we uh, finished off uh, last week. We were talking about Israel. So let's uh, get a few updates on what's going on there. Yeah, so there's a few updates in Israel. Obviously, we went from the talking about the beer and jab uh, last week in Israel. And now this week, more news coming around the place. The Green Pass itself has been sort of advertising the last 14 days or so that they're rolling out as their vaccination uh, type passport in, in Israel. Um, so it's kind of a case of where you can, you know, the people who get vaccinated will, they can go to supermarkets and different, uh, sorry, I'll say like event arenas, music arenas, stuff like that, but the people who don't. So it's almost, in other words, what they're doing is, it's a two-tier discrimination system is what they're doing. But what I've just recently seen the last couple of days is the, um, is the actual bracelet that they're uh, bringing in. Um, so what is based in other words is once you get a land in an airport now in Israel at the moment, you have two options. You basically have an option of going through the military enforcement of the quarantine thing for 14 days or, or, or more, um, or they give you a choice basically of um, putting this bracelet on you. And there's a video I can we can show the people in a minute or so, but you basically put on this bracelet. And um, what it does is it's home quarantine. So they know that you haven't left your home because this people's this thing will actually signal or beep or show that once you're in your house that you haven't actually left your house. And it's basically, you know, they're calling it the, the ironic part is they're actually calling it a freedom bracelet. I couldn't imagine anything further away from freedom is either, well, let's go into the quarantine or else, oh, sorry, your, your option B is put this uh, uh, bracelet on just like an ankle bracelet for all the world, but people now are putting it in your wrists and you're, um, you're housebound, you're imprisoned in your own uh, house. And that's what the people are quite happily doing um, going along with. It. I'm sure there's lots of protests and pushback, but this is what they're trying to roll out. And this girl explains it uh, very well as to the all the ins and outs of what um, this actually bracelet is when you enter uh, Israel. You can see behind me it's largely deserted. There are four flights that are scheduled to arrive this afternoon and passengers on those flights will be part and parcel of a new pilot program that is being launched today and which is hugely controversial. A year ago one would not have imagined that we'd be in this situation. Now when you arrive in Israel you have one of two choices. Either you quarantine in an army hotel or you can go home and do a home quarantine for 10 days but now you have to go home with an electric electronic monitoring system. This entails wearing an electronic bracelet either around your wrist or your ankle. Now, this bracelet is part of a tracking system. It's connected to a smartphone, which is connected to a sticker that is placed on one of the walls of a person's home. The company monitoring the whole system will receive some kind of signal the moment the person steps foot out of their home. So it's a way to try and stop people breaking home quarantine. And it's also a way for the Israelis to reopen the skies and return to some kind of normality. The company that has designed the technology says that everything is safe and that people should not be worried. In fact, it is not as intrusive this technology as other apps that are currently being used in Israel. The company has also stressed the point that it's not monitoring any kind of personal information. It's not recording any information and at the same time it's not taking pictures. It's also said that the bracelet is, to quote, comfortable, that it is efficient, that people won't even know that they have it on them. It's very light and it's waterproof. They've actually gone so far as to call it a freedom bracelet, saying that it gives passengers arriving in Israel the choice 
place to do an army hotel quarantine or a home quarantine. Having said all of that, it still hasn't satisfied many people who are critical of the whole program. Asking travelers to choose between military-enforced quarantine motel and an electronic bracelet, I don't even know where to start with this. It is a nightmare happening at warp speed and trialed in Israel before its global debut. Israel launches pilot program to track returning passengers using electronic bracelets. And the Knesset passed a law allowing disclosing identities of unvaccinated to authorities. Watch how the pandemic continues to erode any semblance of civil rights. Now, land and air borders here in Israel have been closed since January, and at this point in time, they will remain closed for at least another two weeks. The only people being allowed into the country are stranded Israelis abroad. An independent organization, the Israel Democracy Institute, is a watchdog and is worried about the direction in which this country is headed. A concern is that the erosion of the rights affected is not proportionate, but rather extreme, even in view of the current health challenge. The extreme changes in policy from one of a fully open airport to a complete closure without warning, catching unaware citizens who traveled abroad lawfully with the full expectation that they would be able to return and without giving them a chance to prepare accordingly, creates intolerable human situations. Now, the pilot system sees 100 tracking systems being issued. There is a plan in place to expand this to 1,000, but that depends on legislation. We've also heard from the health ministry that they haven't ruled out the possibility of reintroducing monitoring people's cell phones. And that was something that the Israeli internal security, the Shin Bet, was involved in last year, but it also proved to be hugely controversial. So, um, like, obviously, we don't hear much of the protests, but uh, I saw in the Jer Jerusalem Post that there was protest that was out. They're saying there was only a few hundred because obviously trick photography as well, but I'm sure there was a, a lot more than a few hundred and basically just protesting about what we just saw. Yeah. And ho hopefully more will get out. But uh, I mean, we've already seen the, um, the leader of the country getting, the, that, that was the one where your man is holding the metal for the, the vaccine. You know, it's it's a puppet show. Like so, hopefully the people there will, uh, you know, will start, uh, you know, sticking together and protest more. Of course, yeah, and that's 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 what's needed. Of course, there is a pushback, but the mainstream media will not like to show how big or how small the actual uh, the pushback is. They want to be, you know, Israel want to be one of these best countries in the world to show they're getting things back to normal, getting things back to normal with this invisible digital prison that they're going to enslave you. It's just you know, slavery has never actually left. And this is just another another form of uh, slavery that they're indoctrinating on the people. Unfortunately, people are accepting it and going along with it. Kind of, okay, yes, sir, I'll take my freedom. I'll have this bracelet on me around my house. What was my crime? Having my inalienable rights, walking around the streets, having my freedoms. But now they're going to govern you in your house. You know, the absolute cheek of them. That's the, what people are under at the moment. And uh, if they don't push back now, like we said months ago, it's getting harder as the year goes on throughout 2021 to push back in any format whatsoever. And that's the way um, things are going. And uh, unfortunately, they're one of many countries that want to, to go down that, that route. So that's that. And uh, I know, interestingly enough, this week on uh, the Children's Health Defence was um, they had a new analysis. They basically said that uh, the Pfizer vaccine um, actually has killed about 40 times more elderly than disease itself would have killed. So uh, there's a small article, and I won't read the whole thing out, but it's fascinating, just one or two little paragraphs, and then it says, it says a reanalysis of data from the Israeli uh, health ministry concluded Pfizer's COVID vaccine killed about 40 times more, in brackets, elderly people than the disease itself would have killed during a recent five-week vaccination period, 
and 260 times more younger people than would have died from the well, alleged virus. So, and what they also say is, in addition to this, um, within several months, they expect mid and long-term adverse effects of the vaccination as ADE, which stands for antibody dependent enhancement, begins to become manifested in those who have received the experimental Pfizer vaccine. As explained by the Americans, uh, frontline doctors is when anti-COVID antibodies created by a vaccine instead of protecting the person cause a more severe or lethal disease when the person is later exposed to SARS-CoV-2 in the wild. The vaccine amplifies the infection rate rather than preventing the damage. And just lastly, it says in that, it says AFLDS, which is the, uh, the American frontline doctors, they provide an example of a vaccine that was produced to fight the dengue fever, which resulted in deaths of 600 children in the Philippines due to ADE and the filing of criminal charges against the decision makers in 2019. So more and more and more nonsense uh, being propagated and rolled out and unfortunately more lives uh, lost by the, by the minute as we speak. Yeah, and uh, speaking of propaganda, there was um, they were basically saying that their side effects uh, will are basically curing uh, cancer and Alzheimer's, and there was something else as well, like chronic pain. I mean, yeah. this, when I read these things, and you know that was on the Daily Mail, so you know they have a big subscription. Like the cancer cure was squashed. Like there was a guy. Just for those listening, look up Royal Raymond Rife, who in the 1930s was able to cure people of cancer and they basically destroyed him. It's a frequency. That's, so they're then hiding all the natural cures for cancer. I have carried enough coffins of family members from cancer. And when you realize that the whole lot is orchestrated, that they don't want the cure to get out. And if you look at all these charities, they're all corrupt as well, unfortunately. Like people think that their 100% is going towards the actual charity making change. Sometimes it's 1%. Mm. And we'll be going into that in detail in another episode. But the fact now that they're telling people it, they're using the jab that it might cure cancer or it might cure alzheimer's or something i mean that is stooping to the bottom of the barrel at this stage of course but like i say it's more propaganda no actual science nothing based whatsoever at all all uh, coordinated by the you know the medical uh, cartel in the background that's facilitating all this propping up all the industries be it the media industry the government they have them all in their pockets and they're basically feeding off all that they're not interested in uh, you know people actually being healthy or if people die around that they're interested in pushing 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 and selling 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 that's all they're interested in, is profit um over your your health or as you say the um it's uh wealth before health as the slogan goes that's that's what they're after and they really really couldn't care these people they let on like to do of course that's for your safety and your interest but anytime they say that just look at the other way and invert it and that's what they're actually saying is, is completely um the opposite uh, to what they're saying but on that sense and on vaccines itself it's good that um um you have the jamaican um gold medalist um, i know that the the Olympics are coming up uh, in the summer and that um, he's actually come out just recently and he said that um, if it's a thing that he has to get the vaccine because they're kind of talking about just, you know, not indefinite, just kind of putting it out there that he says that he said, I'd actually rather sit it out and not compete at all for a gold medal or for it to go to the Olympics itself. I uh, one of the greatest honours he would achieve in, in his life as well and to be at these things. He's actually all, because of a vaccine, if that has to become mandatory, he says that he's gone, no, sorry, good luck. So it's good that, uh, you know, a big name like himself, a uh, gold medalist is speaking out against this as well. There's no way he's going to um, get the jab in the arm, as we say, um, and uh, that he can actually run. Because as he said, I'm totally on top of my game, fully healthy, fully fit, so on and so on. Why the hell 
but I want one of these, you know, toxic, um, lethal, uh, so-called vaccines that we can't even call the vaccine into my arm when I'm perfectly healthy. So yeah, it's insanity, but thank God he's, he's speaking up um, in that sense. No, no, definitely. And I know that uh, Ian Brown as well, he used to be, I think the Stone Roses was uh, yeah. the band. And he basically came out and uh, for some concert that he's doing in the future, they were kind of looking for these green passes or vaccinated. And he said he will not do that. And he's basically offering people their money back. And he's really so That's what I brilliant. would encourage people to do, because you can see all the, the Muppets out there like Lady Gaga and Madonna and all these people that are pushing the vaccine. Yeah. Stop, stop playing their songs. Unsubscribe. If you're following these people, and follow the likes of him because we need to give support and that, that in turn will give financial support as well. But it's great to see that. I think we, I'm not sure if we mentioned it about Tony uh, Robbins last week. Do we, did we I talk think, about I think you mentioned Tony Robbins. You know, so like, yeah, it's the so same yeah, thing as yeah. well. Like, I mean, I because he is huge. So I admire when people are not hiding in the corner, just mm. not to affect their, uh, you know, their followers. Yeah, like you can't hide anymore. You're right. You're either on our side or you're on their side. Just the way I see it. Yeah, and we all have to stick together. Exactly, and we like we briefly touched on last week. But you know, they're they're trying to fill here in London the Wembley Arena, ninety plus thousand people. That's just one example that they're trying to do, of course. But that'll be a stepping stone for other, be it football stadiums, music arenas around the world as well. That you know, the two tier discrimination system will will try and play out as as much as they can. And that if you if you don't have your passport, don't get vaccinated. Don't so on and so on same terminology has always been used um it's it just gradually kind of you know coercing you slowly but surely into it yes you can have the freedoms but and look at all these people aren't they great you're the evil person because you're not getting the so-called vaccination and you're the unhealthy you bag of germs in the corner so and look at all the freedoms they're having they're having they can go to music venues they go this uh, and all it's doing is creating the divide and conquer tactic even with all your own community your own people your own family because some people will want to get a vaccine and get the passport and oh i'll do anything just so i can go to a football match or i'll do anything so i can go see a you know a music festival that holds a hundred thousand people for example and they'll, they'll all do that of course and then they'll fight with the members then the a family and other people that i'm not doing it because uh, oh, why aren't you doing this you're selfish you know when it's really they're so naive they can't see the forest and the trees themselves as to how detrimental and what they're actually doing to to themselves and we just like we just mentioned to the the medium to long-term effects that's going to be coming up around the corner they might think the people often died or got any serious uh, direct effects in this at the moment they have got this so-called vaccine uh the fake vaccine um, give it a couple of months. Give, give it maybe six. Give it maybe twelve months. See how see how things start turning out then. But my point is that festivals are the more they can, um, they're going to try and go down the route of um, this digital identification, making sure everybody is safe and build back better and all this nonsense. Um, so you know, which is not true for alleged virus that people believe in it is ninety nine point you know seven or point eight percent. Um, you know, full recovery rate and all this from it. So people have to realise it was far far more of an agenda and a fairest agenda than any alleged virus that's going around the place and if they can't see at this stage there's just there's no hope for certain people you just everybody we would try to wake people up but we just simply can't uh, wake everybody up yeah and uh, also i know we mentioned about Qantas airlines before with the vaccines and i subscribed to business plus in ireland for years and I, to be honest, I've, I've lost respect for him because I see every single thing now is pro-COVID, it's constant COVID and articles and everything. So I won't be continuing the subscription. But I got an email, it was today, basically that one of the, the main editors would be uh, having a live call on Zoom with CityJet CEO Pat Byrne and basically pushing like the antigen testing. Like, you know, so the same thing, like they're trying to... Yeah push it as well and i think they have about 20 airlines their base is in dublin and in copenhagen but 
I mean, we have to hurt these boys where it where hurts and just don't, yeah, if you're using that airline, use a different airline, you know, we can't be sponsoring these people that are pushing that agenda. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, I was just um, looking into FAFTA myself. I just I signed up to that FAFTA as well, the Freedom Airways, the, the Dolores Cattle and all them doing. I was on a call just a few days ago, just um, and they were basically saying that, um, just a live call, just sit there and watch what they were listening to, what they were saying and all that. And the, the solicitors, lawyers and stuff that they're actually doing as well. And what they're actually doing in the background is just some fantastic stuff bubbling in the background there. It's going to take a small bit of time. But there is positivity. There is, you know, sort of advice we help them with their with, with the airways, so we can have freedom from medical uh, tyranny and everything that surrounds that we can go and live our life freely as 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 good as possible. And we're going to try and get as many flights up and running uh, in the next, uh, you know, couple of weeks, couple of months, and so many other things are going to be helping you with, um, you know, so-called documentation, what's legal, what's illegal, how we can get past this, so you don't have to uh, you know, wear a mask, wear PCR, or get PCR tests, any of that kind of nonsense. So they're working on uh, something great, which, which is fantastic. And then on our own, unfortunately, the other Irish side of thing is that um, because the, the, the protest that was on last uh, Saturday in Dublin, I don't know if people uh, seen them, um, it's hard to make out how many was there at it. They say it was only a couple of hundred, it's probably, you know, it's probably few thousand that or so because every time you say a couple of hundred the media normally can expect as easily a couple of thousand that and um they were there just basically um doing their own thing like they could stand shoulder to shoulder other people and and have their freedom to walk around the place but of course the irish justice minister has come out in the last couple of days and is trying to you know, no, uh, lobby with big tech, of course, not that they haven't already, but they're kind of, you know, trying to rub shoulders even closer at the moment and saying that we need to pretty much sit down with this sort of thing because uh, all this misinformation, disinformation, or oh, it's causing violence in the streets and these people need to be stopped. Basically, people who are organizing um, to come together and, as they call them, anti-lockdowners. So I need those people who are coming together. In other words, people who are fighting for their freedom. Sorry for them and their massive paychecks up in Dal Aaron and they're sitting there with their cause. They haven't lost one penny throughout this. They've actually got, some of the people have actually got rises, increases in their wages and these people are out of work for months and months businesses closes and the cheek of this justice minister in Ireland to come out and say that we, we need these people are horrible people basically our own people is what she's saying and we need to stop this we need to stop basically pe people having freedom of movement and people having freedom of assembly to come when they want to and um, you know because the, the police are there doing the tyrannical job of uh, pushing back and stopping people together which they have no right to stop anybody together COVID emergency any of that bullshit nothing whatsoever they have no right whatsoever that's what she's trying to do lobby with the, with the big groups of course and um, say that enough is and we need to just, just um, clamp down as much as possible so encroach in more Irish freedoms as much as possible is what she's saying some justice minister uh, she is <laughs> yeah yeah and, uh, yeah like we mentioned as well about the censorship a few times and you know apparently like Poland are going fighting this because they're saying that they don't want you know like that you can have like a president that they can stop him from speaking and everything so I'm going to go test that now because I've already got my three strikes on YouTube so instead of holding off because I know you're the exact same like you know you're afraid to put up something it's like if they do it let's see if they're all talk so I'm going to put up all the videos that I've got I, I, I've got uh everything is on BitChute so that I can prove which videos were taken down. But let's see, are they actually going to act on that? So that's what I'm going to try. That's my action list for next week. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> Go for it. And I say, like, yeah, I say, neither of us are even afraid to put up that in YouTube. All, all it is is a case of I'm sitting there leaving it. I'm going to get that badge of honor, just like you're going to get the badge of honor sooner rather than later. I haven't posted that in such a long time in YouTube. I barely use the channel, if anything, anymore. And um, because I'm just basically trying to get few people that see it more subscribers are coming over to to bit if i put it close down as we speak now it could stop a few more people sort of coming over but any 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 day soon i'm going to turn off the tap myself because um there's no it's point it's, it's, it's irrelevant there's no point in being on those uh 
platforms anymore. They're no good for anybody. So we stick to the more freedom of, of uh, speech platforms as ethical yeah. as we can. Definitely. And I, I know a lot of people, they kind of go, they trust their government. I mean, I, I, I totally have seen the corruption all over the world, but this is a good one just uh, that we'll be finishing up is the former French president convicted of con- uh, corruption, sentenced to jail. Paris, a court in March the 1st, found the former French president, Nicolas uh, Sarkozy, guilty of corruption and influence peddling and sentenced him to one year in prison and a two-year suspended sentence. So, I mean, yeah, that has never happened before. And a pity, a pity we can't get that for all of the other politicians because they are all guilty of corruption. You know, they oh, all have their hands greased especially in america you know all the lobbyists and like apparently there's a lot of lobbyists in the eu as well some mm. people are thinking the eu is good the eu is far from good and yeah i we i i want to do one on that as well that we we cover a few spots but uh just yeah no, no they are because all, yeah all those core systems are, are infiltrated um uh, with the, the masonic uh stuff as well like they're so heavily uh, increased with all that uh power that they have the freemasonry and all that inside that not many people actually realize that and uh that's very true, but um, you know, they're all corporations working with each other. So they, you know, they, they they set the whole system up. You think you have a solicitor, as you fully know yourself, you've been through the the ropes with all that situation, and uh, you think if a solicitor, you're paying him two, three, five, ten grand, and you know, I've got a real good solicitor, give him all the money I can. But he didn't take a note. He didn't take anything to you. He's just basically going to take as much money as he can. Play nice, which uh, sweeten you up a small bit, and he'll take as much money as he can. But at the end of the day. As we've mentioned before, he goes out in golfing courses. He goes out with all the judges and all these people. They're all infinite. They're all having tea with each other. They're all doing the same thing. So they have no interest. The whole system is is corrupt from the top down. And it's all about profit. It's nothing about justice whatsoever. Or justice, health, any of those things do not come into it. They throw you out in the street in the morning. They wouldn't give a shit with a, with a couple of kids if you have them. If they want to repossess a house or anything like that, they couldn't give a shit. And I know you've been on that route. And yeah. uh, repossessing because I'm seeing some information. I've heard it from a few sources but there's apparently like 10 million houses that are ready to go into foreclosure in the States. And because of some bill, it'll be deferred till June. Mm. Like where are they going to put these people? Like, you know, and it's all orchestrated as well. They stopped them having a business and, you know, there's no debt forgiveness. There's no relief They're You know, they're basically crippling people. So they'll say, Oh, you want social housing? You need a job. You want welfare? You need a job. They're crushing mankind. And, you know, regarding the judges, the politicians and the police, nobody's safe. You're all Muppets. Every single one of them, the doctors, you're all Muppets. Mm. You're all complaining, thinking that you're actually doing, you know, you're going to be safe because you're part of the system. You're nothing. You're little ants on the ground. And you you realize it too late and go, oops. And I know we've mentioned it before. And like that, yeah. Do you say to your child or your family what you did during this time? You know, it's time to, you can't be on the fence anymore. You know, oh, if you're not awake, no, you need to go, go, go outside and start hitting yourself with a hurley, like, you know, and just try to wake up that way. But yeah. Exactly. The days of feeling sorry are, you know, in the early days, you might go, ah, oh, well, so what can they do a bit and this and that, you know, in the very early days. But as it is now, be it, be it the police uh, or the ungarnish Khan, as they said, in, in back in Ireland, in Dublin, what they were doing last weekend, you know, so many of them there holding back hundreds and hundreds of people or about a few thousand if there was different angles you could see in the camera. Um, and holding back all these people. Like at the end of the day, like people, they said there was, there was stuff trying to police and we don't know was that set up. It was actually infiltrated with one of the I saw the video yeah, where yeah. a guy had like a firework like or something. A firework yeah. gun. Yeah. But if you look at the video, when they were running, they didn't mm. run after him. They got people around him and there was yeah. nobody else doing anything. 
And I know people have posted this picture because they think he was infiltrated. But yeah. everybody else were showing videos of peaceful protesters walking along. Yet yeah. the government then are saying, oh, we can't have this. And I also seen it, I don't know if you've seen a picture of where one of the, the police is walking down the streets is a person with a camera from behind and they actually seen one of the police down by his side, just at the back of him. He actually had one of these um, so-called fireworks um, as well. Um, it looks about three or four foot in length and he had one of these behind his leg as he, as he was walking along. So the infiltration is there somewhere along, along the way, of course, and this is the kind of uh, crap you're up against. So the days of saying, if police got hit, they didn't get hit, or what the story was, I've no sympathy. I don't feel sorry for these people. I don't, re I don't really give a shit because at the end of the day, they've taken our freedoms. And at the end of the day, I'll finish this. They've, they've chosen their side and their side is not with the people. They've chosen um, to, uh, to enforce the tyrannical system that the government and the people behind them want. So at the end of the day, they're not for us. I don't really care if, if family members or other people are involved. Listen, they've taken a side. The day I've gone, I'm only doing my job, or I just need a paycheck, or I want this. Sorry, mate, that day is over. It's finished. Yeah, it's, it's too late now. You, you've done enough damage as it is, and you're all in it together. They all say, we can't tire them all with one brush. You have a choice. And you're, you're making the, the silent complicity choice or else you're going out with the battering and you're battering these people on the streets and you're, you know, you're infiltrating lots of stuff then. So, I mean, we could go on about it all day, but I know our, our time is, is just about up on it, but that's the kind of nonsense. So they've, they've chosen their size and along go, be it the doctors, be it the police, be it whatever establishments or corporation they, they want to put themselves under. And a lot of these people, they be trying to, on the heap when, when it comes to the end. They think they're indispensable, but they're not, or indisposable at the end of the day. They will all get their, their comeuppance, as they're saying, in time to come. Exactly. Yeah, it's easy yeah. to trace who's who's the good guys and the bad boys over yeah. the last year. It's very yeah. easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very easy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we uh, we try to keep it in the half hour as, as always or, or just below. So uh, thanks again, Chris. Always no worries until next week. Yeah, <laughs> we should chat again. Uh, yeah, definitely. So you'll find Chris on MindWars.uk and on BitChute and MindWars. I'm on AwakeningPodcast.org and Awakening Podcast on the BitChute. And you'll find us both on FreedomBroadcasters.com along with our colleagues. So until next week, take care. See you then.